Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We're about to hear the first response from Job's three friends. Eliaphaz is going to be the first uh, speaker. And so our assumption is that Eliaphaz is the oldest. That would have been culturally appropriate to let the uh, eldest person speak first. And so essentially, he's going to lay the groundwork for all of the arguments that follow, uh, insisting that there's some kind of cause and effect going on with uh, what Job is experiencing, and uh, somehow he's done something to cause these things to happen. So listen closely as I read Job chapter 4. Then Eliaphaz the Temanite replied, If someone ventures a word with you, will you be impatient? But who can keep from speaking? Think how you have instructed many, how you have strengthened feeble hands. Your words have supported those who stumbled. You have strengthened faltering knees. But now trouble comes to you, and you are discouraged. It strikes you, and you're dismayed. Should not your piety be your confidence, and your blameless ways your hope? Consider now, who being innocent has ever perished? Where were the upright ever destroyed? As I have observed, those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. At the breath of God they perish. At the blast of his anger they are no more. The lions may roar and growl, yet the teeth of the great lions are broken. The lion perishes for lack of prey, and the cubs of the lioness are scattered. A word was secretly brought to me. My ears caught a whisper of it. Amid disquieting dreams in the night, when sleep falls on people, fear and trembling seized me and made all of my bones shake. A spirit glided past my face, and the hair on my body stood on end. It stopped, but I could not tell what it was. A form stood before my eyes, and I heard a hushed voice. Can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can even a strong man be more pure than his maker? If God places no trust in his servants, if he charges his angels with error, how much more those who live in houses of clay, whose foundations are in the dust? who are crushed more readily than a moth. Between dusk and dawn, they are broken to pieces, unnoticed. They perish forever. Are not the cords of their tent pulled up so that they die without wisdom? And so he responds essentially with universal concepts and ideas that um, perhaps you've, you've thought of. But first we read in verse 1, Eliaphaz the Timonite replied, and he says, who can keep from speaking? In other words, we've listened to all that you have to say defending yourself, Job, but uh, now we've got to speak up, and and I'm going to be the man. So Eliaphaz initially reminds Job of his previous role as an encouraging counselor. He says, think how you have instructed many, how you have strengthened feeble hands. Your words have supported those who stumbled. You have strengthened faltering knees, but now trouble comes to you and you're discouraged. It strikes you and you're dismayed. 
So he comes out essentially critically right out of the gate. He says, you know, Job, you know how you've tried to encourage other people going through difficulty, but now you're experiencing a little difficulty yourself and and uh, somehow you're depressed. You're not able to encourage yourself. And so this um, Eliphaz takes the position essentially that, you know, Job, I've heard what you've said to other people. Now you need to apply your lessons to yourself. And then he goes on to essentially say that Job must have done something wrong and somehow be directly responsible for the things that are going on. In verse 6, we read, Should not your piety be your confidence, and your blameless ways your hope? Consider now, who being innocent has ever perished? Where were the upright ever destroyed? And so, friends, we can safely say that many times the innocent perish. Many times the upright are destroyed, but the inference here from Eliaphaz is that the Job is not innocent, Job is not upright, and therefore that's the root of the problem. He goes on to say in verse 8, As I have observed, those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. In other words, Job, you've done something evil. He speaks of his own observation, and his observation is that sin uh, reaps trouble. And so, uh, reading in a different version, the contemporary English version, in my experience, only those who plant seeds of evil harvest trouble. And so, his his, um, accusation, it's not an inference, it's actually an accusation. Um, You've somehow planted seeds of evil, Job, and therefore you're, you're harvesting what you deserve. His opinion is essentially that there's a direct correlation between mankind's sin and suffering, and um, the suffering is a result of their sin. He goes on to, as I said before, set the direction for advice for himself and for all three of the the friends um, by claiming that Job somehow deserves this. He actually claims to have been given some type of insight and um, then rebukes Job for questioning God. Uh, Listen to this this suggestion that he's gotten some kind of prophetic um, insight. Verse 12, a word was secretly brought to me. My ears caught a whisper of it. Amid disquieting dreams in the night, when deep sleep falls on people, fear and trembling seized me and made all my bones shake. A spirit glided past my face, and the hair on my body stood on end. It stopped, but I could not tell what it was. A form stood before my eyes. And then this is the crux of it. This spirit said, um, can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can even a strong man be more pure than his maker? And so, once again, he's claiming a prophetic word that says Job is unrighteous and that Job is impure. And therefore, these, uh, these things that are happening to Job were somehow deserved. Lord, um, may we not be like Eliaphaz to ourselves or to those who are somehow going through difficulty, whether it's sickness or loss of family like, like Job suffered, or whether it's financial hardship or some other type of um, uh, difficult situation. God, I pray that we would be good counselors and good comforters. Lord, at the end of the day, Eliaphaz um, spoke with ideas that many of us have probably had. God, may we readjust our thinking as we continue with the book of Job and align ourselves more readily with the idea that you're sovereign and there's a lot we don't know. 
Help us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.